Welcome to the Swipe Right Effect podcast, where we will be sharing with you the power to get unstuck by swiping right on yourself. Your host, author C.K. Collins, a.k.a. Kelly, gets personal with her guests, sharing stories of themselves getting unstuck with wisdom and guidance. Where do you feel stuck? Are you waiting to get your new life started after a big change? You've come to the right place. Kelly's book is available on Amazon and through your local bookstores. Look for the Swipe Right Effect, the power to get unstuck. Kelly's interviews with 10 friends from around the world unlock powerful truths to getting your new life started. So with that said, welcome to the Swipe Right Effect podcast. Hey there, welcome back to the Swipe Right Effect, the power to get unstuck. This is Kelly, aka CK Collins, and I'm really happy that you're here. And day four is, I don't know, I guess they're all my favorite. <laughs> But day four is probably my favorite. So this is day four of the self-care challenge. Today, we're going to talk about a habit that is so powerful and yet sometimes feels like it is the world's best kept secret. This habit, when practiced daily, brings so much energy into your life and it feels like magic. The habit is called gratitude. And it's one of the most powerful emotions we can cultivate. Gratitude is defined as the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation, and to return kindness. There's a wonderful quote by St. Ambrose that says, no duty is more urgent than giving thanks. And I think that's so interesting because, you know, we're taught as children, say, please say thank you. But I never really thought of it as a duty. (laughs) So um, I think that the reason more of us do not work on gratitude, do not work on thankfulness is because we feel um, weighed down by our life. Do you ever feel stuck, like you can't seem to move forward in life? It's a common feeling that many of us experience at one point or another when we are not practicing good self-care. But what if I told you that this simple ingredient can help you get unstuck? When we practice gratitude, we focus on what we have rather than what we don't have, rather than what we lack. This can help us feel more content and satisfied with our lives. Practicing gratitude can also help us feel more connected to the people around us. By expressing our gratitude to others, we can strengthen our relationships and feel more supported. I mean, when we feel appreciated, when we feel supported, we feel loved. It's so simple and yet so important. And when we practice mindfulness, We can appreciate the small things in life and feel more grateful for them. By focusing on the present moment, we can find joy in the simplest things like the taste of food or the warmth of the sun on our face or how the grocery clerk gave us a sweet smile. Another powerful way to cultivate gratitude is by helping others. When we see the impact we're making in someone else's life, it can help us feel more grateful for the blessings in our own lives. And at the end of the day, taking a few minutes to reflect on what went well 
and what we're grateful for can help us end our day on a positive note. When we're stuck, it's easy to feel like our lives lack purpose or direction. But by practicing gratitude, we can focus on the things that give our lives meaning. What do you think those are? How about relationships? Our passion, our creativity, our accomplishments. But I know personally, it's not always easy. So I have a little story for you. So back in November, I had a dream come true. And I hosted a women's retreat in Newport, Rhode Island, on the ocean, this beautiful farmhouse. Um, The women who attended the retreat were all very different, even in their approach and mindset for the retreat. Yet each woman brought so much to the proverbial and literal table. I mean, they exceeded my expectations and my dreams. They were learning to love themselves in new ways and helping each other do that. Man, I was full of gratitude to every one of them for showing up, showing up for themselves and for me. Immediately following the retreat, though, it was a whirlwind of ups and downs. I had planned a quick trip to Martha's Vineyard for three days to relax and recoup from the extraordinary retreat weekend. It was great, but it was tiring. But my traveling companion on the way over began to feel poorly. And before we knew it, it was pneumonia. We went into action and we got the necessary medicines and then there was nothing to do but rest. That's life, right? You're on a high of success. Everything's going right. And then life throws you a curveball. Well, next, just literally a few days later, I take off for New York City for my daughter's wedding. It was so sweet. It was a small planned elopement with the wedding party of just family and a couple of friends. It was magical. The weather was perfect. The city was an adventure. And the wedding day was full of sweet, sweet memories. And then boom, my beloved aunt passed away. And I had to figure out how to get to Louisiana for the funeral. A wedding and a funeral in one week wasn't what I was expecting. I had just enough time to return home, repack, and organize a ride for a 3 a.m. pickup for a 5 a.m. flight. Even a canceled flight didn't slow me down. I just had to be patient and work with the airline to find a way there. But here's what I want you to take away from that, this swinging pendulum of lives, ups and downs. There is always something to be thankful for, even in the difficult times. Although my traveling partner became ill and faced a serious diagnosis of pneumonia, we were blessed with an amazing doctor who took great care of him. I was grateful for the opportunity to show compassion and provide loving care for this person who's special to me. Even on a remote island, we had access to the medicine that we needed. And although we had a wedding and a funeral in one week, it was a blessing to have the means to be there for my family. I could hop on a plane and arrive in time to celebrate the life of an amazing woman who was a shining example of love and leadership and friendship. I was able to hug my cousins and tell them how much I admired their mother and how much I loved them. 
I was able to hug my father as he said goodbye to his sister, his last remaining sibling. I was grateful I was there to team up with my sister to get my parents safely back home. I mean, life just isn't easy sometimes. It's a fact. But there is a lesson to be learned each and every day about gratitude, generosity, and grace. As I learned when studying the book, it's called The Magic by Rhonda Byrne, there are many ways to express gratitude in a way that lets you live in a mindset of gratitude, to be mindful of it. In that book, she provides a 28-day jumpstart to practicing gratitude. Make It's a, it's a multi-time-per-day practice that really ingrains it into your soul. But like anything you want to do well, you must practice. You want to do yoga? They actually call it a yoga practice. You want to run? You want to do a race? You must practice. If you want to give a speech, you definitely need to practice. So Burns suggests listing like 10 things each day for which you're grateful. And I decided when I was reading this a year ago that I was going to do this for 100 days and I wanted to see what would happen. And, you know, it's it was enlightening um, how much in my life I was grateful for and how I could find all these little things. I, I just tried not to repeat anything. And so it was really making me dig some days. And it's, it's easier to live in that peace um, and joy once the gratitude is held so dearly. I would just open my notes app on my iPhone every morning while I drank my coffee. I would label the post. Gratitude Day 56, and I would begin my list. And uh, Byrne taught us, and those who read the book, um, that each gratitude phrase really should contain three things. Um, It should contain who or what you're grateful for, why you are grateful, and then say thank you at the end. So here's an example. I am grateful for my parents. That's the who, because I need them in my life. That's the why. And then I say, thank you, thank you, thank you. So that was not time consuming, but it is a bigger ask of time than what I've promised you in this five-day challenge. (laughs) So we're going to talk about some other different things. But um, when I would do that list of 10 things, I would take it a step further by meditating Um, I would meditate on the things I'm grateful for, and then I would meditate um, gratitude for myself and the life that I'm living. And I have a a group of guided meditations that I use, and I'm happy to share anytime, anywhere with people. But one of them uh, from my book, The Swipe Right Effect, I, I recorded, and I have a free meditation on my YouTube channel, and I will put the link in the show notes for that. It's called See Yourself Growing. And one of my clients told me um, on Monday, like the impact that is having on her, the um, she said she likes to kind of stay quiet and stay small and not get out into the world. But as she sees herself growing, because it, it starts with a seed and you grow into a flower. And she said what it felt like to her was expansion and opening up. So maybe it'll have that effect for you, too. I hope you'll check it out. So. That gratitude list worked for me, Um, but I have three even easier gratitude habits that you can quickly pick up and use in your daily life. The trick to having a satisfying life isn't magic. (laughs) 
it's consistency. The key is doing the gratitude practice day after day, even when you don't see obvious results. Even when it might be hard to be grateful, you still practice the gratitude. You could say that gratitude isn't built in a day. Gratitude is built daily. I'm going to say that again. You can't build gratitude in a day. Gratitude is built daily, daily in a practice, a habit. The challenge today is to take one of these three gratitude practices and try to do it for 21 days because 21 days creates a habit. (laughs) And then if it's feeling good, keep going do 90 days and do it for the rest of your life. 90 days makes it a permanent habit. These won't take time out of your day, but they do make a significant contribution to your heart, soul, and mind. So the first one is the gratitude wake up. Every morning when you wake up, when your first foot hits the floor, you say, thank. And when the second foot hits the floor, you say, you. This starts your day off with immediate positivity. Thank you. You are thankful to be alive and you acknowledge as your feet hit the floor. What could be a better way to start the day than that? The second one is gratitude dust. And I have had so much fun with this. This is definitely one from Rhonda Burns' book. I changed it a little bit, but as you meet people throughout the day, pretend your thoughts, your smile, and your actions are like sprinkling them with magic gratitude dust. The clerk at the store gets a big smile from you and you say, I appreciate your help. Magic dust. You wish your neighbor a great day and say, so glad you're my neighbor. Magic dust. You send an email to your child's teacher telling her something positive your child shared, and she knows you think of her and appreciate her, that you're grateful for her. Gratitude dust. (laughs) Okay, number three, end of day gratitude practice. Now, this kind of goes along hand in hand with our day one habit of self-love in the mirror. So end of day gratitude practice is stand in front of the mirror when you brush your teeth at the end of the day and list three things. You can do it out loud after you're done with your teeth, or you can do it mentally while you're brushing your teeth, but list three things that happened today for which you are grateful. It can be how you had a a profitable business deal. The perfect song came on the radio and provided you a lovely memory. Your workout was amazing and you had extra energy all day. Get it? Three things while you're brushing your teeth. Gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. The most important person to be grateful for is yourself. Once you start appreciating the person in the mirror, the more grateful you will be for your overall life. Those around you will feel the shift of positive energy emanating from you. And guess what happens to that excess positive energy? It is magically transferred to those that you love, just like gratitude dust. (laughs) So right now, it's your choice. What do you want to change? What do you want to be different a year or three years from now? Whatever it is, it starts with being grateful consistently for what you already have. There's an old Chinese proverb that says, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. 
The second best time is now. So let's get started now. Daily habits of gratitude and appreciation are one of the highest emotional states you can experience. When you cultivate gratitude, you're able to feel true joy and contentment. No matter what you have or don't have in your life, you can be grateful. So that is day four. Thank you for tuning in. I am looking forward to day five tomorrow. It's really special. Um, But I hope this is something you can easily make a habit in your life. Go be happy and be grateful. Kelly's book is available on Amazon and through your local bookstores. Look for the swipe right effect, the power to get unstuck. Kelly's interviews with 10 friends from around the world unlock powerful truths to getting your new life started 